ghosting more than a Halloween pastime, Melissa's canine updates, and some listener feedback, all this and more on Brilliant Observations. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be back with the two of you. Hey, Amy, how are you? Johnny, how are you? I'm all now. I got a. My mind is all flutter with that question you asked in the pre-show about <laughs> what do you, you know, how do you find a gynecologist for a young girl? And I have, I have thoughts. I don't know if we should hear your thoughts. What? I have four daughters, oh, so I can't boy. have an opinion on this. All right, you had to throw your daughters in to make it less creepy and more parental. All right, go ahead. That's not the direction I went the first time you said I have thoughts on this. Well, my first thought is it can't be a guy. It cannot be a guy. I don't care. Done. Check. Yeah. That's fine. Check. Okay. So you just find a woman that's very uh, that will explain everything that they're going to do. They just don't walk in and you know pretend like nothing's. Like everything is business as usual because a girl, it's very, it's got to be very embarrassing. It's like the same time that when a guy has to go for like a prostate exam and, you know, the guy yeah, puts but the glove you don't on. Have a, you don't have a 16-year-old boy going for a prostate exam, do you? No, but I mean, I can't remember. Oh, I know. I remember as a young boy having to be tested for a hernia. I didn't like that. You mean just the sack grab? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they they grabbed your one of your boys and told you to turn your head and cough. And I was like, why do I have to turn my head? I just want to look right into your eyes. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> you realize that uh, that an internal exam is different than a grab of the sack, right? That's like... Yeah, it's got to be a lot worse. And I didn't like the external one. So I know I wouldn't like the internal one. Yeah, well, it just so happens that I have a super great... <laughs> Every listener loves to hear this. I have a great gynecologist, so... Um, and she's young, and as as far as being really, a doctor really, of really pert, perky. What do you mean she's young? How that she's sounds young. so gross. Is that how is that helpful? I, it's like her hair yeah. is really stylish, and we love talking about. Movies. She actually has beautiful hair, ah! but, uh, <laughs> but warm hands. Well, the whole point, John, is not that for any doctor and a child, because really, sixteen, you're still a child. You need to be clear about what you're doing. You can go to your regular physician and need to have them say, I'm now screening you for this. Always be clear. That's what my spouse learned uh, as he practiced medicine on women. How did he phrase it? He gives, he used to give like, now I'm going to do this. You're going to feel that and gave a very specific like chain of play events that play. are happening. So as, as he's giving me a play by play, I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just do your, do your job. You do not need to talk me Listen, through. Your editorializing <laughs> is not heightening the experience. I already me. trust you. Right. You don't have to give, just get it done. Just shut up. Just shut up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Unless you're enhancing it, I don't need a narration. Unless it's something shocking that I've <laughs> never experienced before. I don't need the play by play. I like the, you know, natural surprise. I like the surprise. Okay. If he has to use the words brace yourself, I think you'll <laughs> want to know beforehand. Yikes. I am woefully unprepared for this conversation because I have only boys and they did the quite opposite with pediatricians all the way through. They were overtly creepy from the get-go. Even when they were really, really little, they would start with the overstating of stuff like, now I want you to, I'm going to listen to your heartbeat. So we're just going to loosen up your shirt and I'm going to put my hands on your chest and that's okay because mommy's here and I'm a doctor. And I'm like, we just fucking put the stethoscope on him. That sounds so creepy. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? Mommy's here and I'm a doctor. It's fucking gross. Get your fucking plastic nibs off my kid. I don't know what John, this is. John, is that the porn you like? <laughs> <laughs> I almost told you what kind of porn I liked. And oh, I just, <laughs> don't I mean, awe him. Don't rated, awe him. He can rated take it. M for mm-mm. But I, you know something? I think that's something that I should keep to myself. <laughs> Maybe. I got to tell you, to be quite honest with you, I really don't enjoy porn. I don't think, oh, I think God. it's, I, I just don't like Amy it. Amy doesn't either. 
Well, they're so nosy. When I'm having sex, I don't like the camera crew. But up, no, I'm just. It's never been for me. I can't get over the fact that it doesn't look for me. I always think that there's like four or five people with lighting and cameras and everything in there, and it's just not. The acting isn't so good that you forget that it's a production. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would think that probably amateur horn would probably be a little bit more my style. Because you know they just propped up a camera. Yeah, they just stuck it's... a camera on a dashboard and All right. had some fun. Oh, yeah. amateur car porn. That's, that's oh. even better. Dashboard? What? Dashboard. Well, yeah. I got I to gotta break in. I got to tell you information that you really don't want to have. And here it comes. Can't wait. I took a class on human sexuality in college. I didn't want to. I was, for some reason, I was required yeah, uh, to. here we go. Go ahead. You want to talk about amateur porn? This professor had such a hard on for making everybody know that sex is real and love is natural and all the like don't get don't get suckered into what porn is actually trying to show you so they put up they put up what they called natural porn and it was just two people getting it on and the woman was like 30 months pregnant and the dude was covered with hair and they were both morbidly obese and like doing it rolling around on some shaky looking hippie bed. What is the purpose? It was so gross. And she played it in class with everyone in there watching these sweaty, weird, hairy, unattractive people. So what it shows you is no matter how fat and ugly you get, someone will fuck you. (laughs) Is that the point? I don't know that that was the point. I think it was. As my great grandma would say, that there's a lid for every pot. Mm-hmm. So she she was a sage. There's a cork for every bottleneck. Ooh, bottleneck. Bottlenecking is what you do on the on the road when there's an accident. That's rubbernecking. Oh, right. That bottleneck is can't get out. Right. Got it. Um, I want to let you know that it has been at the end of today four days since incident. In our house, since accident slash incident in our house, um, how do we get to such a large number when clearly on Thursday, after watching her poop outside, she walks in and shits on the front rug? Um, hypervigilance is the answer to that question that I posed. Uh, well, I've what kind are of you ins- talking about? I don't even know what you're, you're very vague with this incident thing. So, what are we talking about here? My rescues. Okay. The ones who prefer to shit indoors as opposed to outdoors. I, you know something? I don't blame them, but I think if they're going to do that, you're going to have to teach them how to use a litter box or a toilet. Well, I'm going to teach them how to get their asses thrown outside. If if So we've just been crazy hypervigilant, making sure that there aren't accidents. And I don't think they've figured it out. I think we've been on top of them. And every two hours, do you want to go outside? What if they're too stupid to figure it out? How long will you allow them to shit in your house before you get rid of them? Well, never will they get rid of. Stop it. There's got to be a time if them dogs don't stop shitting in your house that you don't get rid of them. Nope. Do you not know that I lived in fear for 11 years with a dog attacking another dog just can't make loud noise. Do you not know the 10, 11 years that I lived with like a dictator in my house? And it was, it was horrible. And now at least it's silly and love and shit in the front lawn and, and the front door instead of being afraid that somebody is going to kill somebody else. It's a very different feeling. So you telling me that this dog could shit in your house for 10 years and you'll be okay, not okay with it, but you'll allow it. Like it might have me making choices of carving into the house a doggy door and trying to, I'll do, so So I did look into training, getting a trainer to work with these dogs because they, they're a different type of rescue than, well, I guess I have had a puppy mill rescue, but a puppy mill rescue has a different psychology than just a feral dog. Like they're just, they're used to either being in a cage 24-7 for a year or two years or however long they were in a cage, only their toes spread out because they only stepped on wire for so long that spread their toes. Horrible things. So there's a psychology that comes with it too where if you get out, you're free, you never go back. There's, There's a lot that you need to counter with these dogs. So it's not really training a regular dog. So then I realized... I mean, I went out to dinner the other night and somebody said, you can YouTube anything, right? You can YouTube to fix your yeah. 
washing machine. You can, well, I don't have a full-time job. And the thought of paying somebody a couple grand to train my dogs feels like something I should be doing. So I'm going to um, step the fuck up, I believe you say, and start working on that. So I've been hypervigilant, letting them out every two hours. And I have to space that out a little. And when I leave the house, I put them in crates and they can go over two hours there. And they don't shit up the house in the crates. And they're delightful. The dogs are delightful. Um, I'm going to figure it out. Here's a video. And it's called How to Potty Your Potty Train Your Dog in Seven Days. It's three minutes and 20 seconds. Now, it doesn't say puppy. It says dog. Yeah, it's kind of different, though. There's there's a set of psychological circumstances, a lot of s in that sentence, um, that I'm I'm trying to counter as well. For example, the guitar guy came over today to teach, hi, Don, to teach my kids guitar and... The, the puppy, she's a year, just wouldn't stop barking. So we've trained dogs before. We have these little bags that have like chain in them and you throw them not at the dog, but near the dog and it scares them out of the barking. I'm not throwing anything at a puppy mill rescue. This dog is already skittish enough. I do not need her thinking horror comes from me in addition to the world. I am her safe place. So I'm trying not to do the generic I used to I, have I a collar, a shock collar, that if the dog barked more than three times, it got a jolt. Yeah, that's absolutely not what I'm doing. But yeah, I, I get, I get that. I you put that in the bad advice column when we. No, get I don't know. I'll tell you what. I had a dog, and it was an outside dog. It was a hunting dog, a beagle, and it would not shut up, and it would bark, and the police would come, and also I bought this collar, I put it on that dog, and in two days, that dog didn't bark was, anymore. Was fried. Amy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Nothing like a good chicken rubbing. I spoke to somebody who told me that. Is that the. See, poor made dog? you stop talking. The, the beagle got a jolt. <laughs> um, I spoke to somebody who said, Bernadoodle, isn't that what you have? I said, Yeah, why? Oh, because they're selling. A trained Bernadoodle for $24,000. No, no, no. This is not an animal that someone's going to buy. Not a dog. It is a dog, and it is trained burners is what it's called. I think they call it like a double doctorate. Here, for sale, Samson. Samson is, San, Samson is extensively trained a Bernadoodle boy for sale. With training in our Puppy Training Institute. How old yeah, is this I, dog? That's a good and does he maybe come with a bank account that has $20,000 in it? Here, you ready? He's able to go home with doggy double doctorate training until 10 months of age or doggy double doctorate 11, 11 months of age or a full year of training. I said this before when I first saw this. Yeah. On the board that I wouldn't even pay twenty three, twenty four thousand dollars for a human. And that is where I differed with you, because I would absolutely pay twenty four thousand dollars for a human. What would you do with the human for twenty four thousand? Set it free. Oh, you would set it free. See, for twenty four thousand dollars, I'd have to it'd have to work off its uh, money. Then I'd I mean, set it free. The whole situation would depend. Like, is this. Is this a bad human or a good human? And who sold this human to me? Am I well, does rescuing? This, maybe this human would have a double double doggy doctrine like your dog does. Maybe the maybe it's a double doctrine person. Can you tell me what kind of person pays $23,900 for a dog? Someone who doesn't have time to pick up shit in the house. A Kardashian, uh Someone that has a lot of money at twenty three thousand nine hundred dollars isn't like a big deal. Mm -hmm. Guess I don't know those. My people. luck, I would buy that dog. It would get out of the house, run out in the street, and get hit by a truck. Well, if it had the double doctorate, it would not get out of the house and run anywhere. It would be very attentive and with you at all times. So, right, sure. That's that's the <laughs> that's the plan with the. I just can't believe. 
people spend that kind of money on a dog and they do. I, I mean, I guess we could, I don't want people to do this or I would put the link in our show notes. <laughs> I just don't want anybody to do well, this. Here's the thing. If somebody is interested in paying $23,000 for a dog, put the link in the show notes and then instead have that link direct back to brilliant observations a la Patreon and invite them to donate that same $23,000 to brilliant observations. And we'll happily behave like a pet for you for an entire year. Done. I feel like we do that what do you anyway. Mean, we? Well, not me. <laughs> you want to get paid? No. <laughs> I don't care. I feel like we do that anyway. Aren't we your clowns anyway? Don't we dance for you? Well, I would imagine. I, I we just, have a- like, how much would you pay for a dog? I mean, I, okay, get, listen, there are some dogs that it's are. It's a good question. Game- how much would you pay for a dog? Right. Well, there's some dogs that are uh, game dogs. In other words, what, what I'm saying is they're, they're hunting dogs. They would hunt uh you, they could be retrievers for ducks. They could be bird dogs for pheasant and quail. You know, they, they're trained and they're what they call broke, broke dogs that they're already trained. And yeah. maybe $9,000 for a champion I would pay if I was still hunting pheasants and, and quail because there's nothing better than hunting over a good dog. That's right. But a $23,900 dog that just does nothing? Sits around the house? Like that sucker ought to at least go out and get the paper. My friend and I used to get really mad when we used to see um, working dogs in the mall or anywhere in the world because our dogs are the fucking laziest, you know, sleepiest, shittiest by the front door um, canines out there. And we always used to say, get a job. Why can't you get a job? But I don't understand it. I mean, I understand you know, the way people love dogs and you know, they become part of the family. I mean, not for me, but for other people, I understand that. I just can't see spending that kind of money for a dog. I mean, some people don't even spend that much money for a car. A car. Every puppy from Recheche Bernie's receives between 250 and 850 hours of professional puppy training through our Puppy Training Institute. What is it? The Harvard of Puppies? That's really what you're paying for, though. I mean, if you're living in an apartment, if you have kids, if you've had somebody that's been bitten by a dog before, if you've got a really busy lifestyle, you're in love with this breed, you know you don't have the time for it, all you want is to have a great experience for your kid. Maybe this is, you're an older couple and this is your young kid and you think, oh, I just want a dog, but I don't want all that other horse shit. It really is worth it to you to pay. I mean, if these are people that are paying $15,000 to go on the family vacation, what's another five for a lifetime companion that never shits in your house, that never chews up a shoe? I can get there. I would never do it. And I don't have any money, but I can understand. I can create, I can create the scenario where it would work. Well, you say lifetime companion. These dogs get cancer by the age of eight. You're really not getting a lifetime companion. Like, Divide like, that by eight, that price by eight. That's a lot of money per, per, you know, you could get a new dog every year and still be ahead of the game. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a good business model for you, John. You not for me. Breeding. Going you to the dog. Yeah, because you breed them and train them. Yeah, with that, with that, bzz, 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 train them? No, I don't think so. I, yeah, I take it. Well, I first take of all, there's I take it there's a difference between trying to train a dog that's a you know that's a, a working dog, a, a gun dog, than mm-hmm. something that you're going to train in the house. It's a whole different ball game. Well, I'm going to try that ball game and I'm going to see how I do. My issue is, I tell them to sit, and three dogs sit right away. So we got like the I don't know circus tricks down. But the second you pull out food, like the drool starts, one drools on the little one's head and I get frustrated. I have to separate them from the pack and work independently with them. And that's what I'm going to start doing. And I will let you know if I'm, I don't know, go to the... crazy. Yeah, if I go crazy and I I look for help. Hey, Amy. Yes, ma'am. I made the perfect cookie tonight. What? Describe. I baked... Wait, the, the <gasps> really perfect cookie today. Not for our friend Annie because it would kill her. There were walnuts in it. But oh, I was hoping for gluten. It was oh, it's gluten. <laughs> um, it's all about the gluten. But I came to the conclusion that if you don't have the right tools for the job, don't fucking bother. Yes. And that's why I really don't cook because I don't have the right tools for the job. For I, a cookie. What was the tool? I don't have a standing mixer. Oh. And it's, it said put in a standing mixer with the 
paddle attachment. Ex- the paddle attachment. What the fuck is that? Like, I guess in my head, I know <laughs> what that is. Beauty. I don't have any of those things. So when I took out my hand mixer, it was a fucking nightmare. And I was cursing the whole time. It was a hot mess. The cookie came out amazing. See? But I yelled at everyone in the house, the dogs who lay down at your feet when you're cooking and you step on every time you turn around to get from the counter to the sink to the counter to the sink. That's okay. It's just like Chick-fil-A. It's baked with hate. It makes it taste better. I am not my mother. (laughs) I am not my mother. She didn't have the right tools either. Thanks, Johnny. She didn't have the right tools either. Come to think of it. So she didn't really... What was the cookie? I made... I made a chocolate, chocolate chip, <sighs> chocolate, chocolate chip, walnut cookie. Oh, wow. Holy fuck. It is right out of the oven. It was like warm and chewy. And I'm waiting for them to cool off to get that like crunch to it. Also with a little bit of chewy in it. I, I'm blown away. They're so good. Why did you make this madness for no reason? Just happiness? Um, I needed some joy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't you T minus four days no poo? I mean, that's a pretty joyous state. And you know what okay. really covers the smell of poo? Cookies Uh-oh. being baked. Chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, they're unbelievable. I'm going to post a picture of them on uh, on BOP. You know, <laughs> dear listener, you can find us on all the social medias at Listen Brilliant, and I will post a picture there for you. So you could take a peek at my masterpieces. I have split them up. I have a neighbor who makes cookies, so I'm going to give her some so I could say, look, bitch, you're not the only one who's got skill. fuck you. Yeah. I I might have to give you my address so you can send some of them my way. I would love to send you some cookies. John, I would I would love to do that. I was trying to think of how I could ship them. I can't ever make them again unless I get a counter standing mixer because it's a KitchenAid mixer. It's about three hundred and fifty dollars. You sure it's not more than that? It might they be have, now. Back they when have I multiple was versions, yeah. Married, I for Christmas, my wife used to spend all this time baking cookies and she would burn up mixers, like the hand mixers. So I bought her not as a Christmas present, but I bought her at Christmas time. I bought her one of those kitchen made mixers with all the with the attachments and stuff. And I, I brought that home and I gave it to her. And shh, they're still using it. That was was that the best sex you've ever had? <laughs> you mean with the mixer? Um, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> the whip attachment. You'd be yeah, digit you free. Can, <laughs> you can get in there for around three hundred. Sometimes they have crazy sales on the on the entry level model, and then you can spend more than that for something. It's, it really has to do with the size of it, and the size dictates the capacity of the bowl, so yeah. how much you can make in one batch, and the strength of the motor. And I know this because I have burned through two KitchenAid mixers because I mix a lot of shiz. What, yeah. would, what do you make to burn through it? Like so, we were making um, challah. Mm-hmm. Hala. Hala. And, and we burned through at, at our synagogue and we burned through the motor and we sat right. there like, what the fuck do we do now? So we all had to filter through a different kitchen aid mixer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you got that. And I, I thought, well, isn't this what it does? Like why, why is making dough so hard for this machine? Isn't that what it's here's made the, for? Yeah. And here's the pro tip. And I learned it too late. And mine was pizza dough because I am, you know, the Catholic. So like Hala, like any other dough, you have to use a specific attachment. You're going to be using the dough hook, which I'm sure you were using. That's not they difficult were. to figure they, out. I, but yeah. what what frequently gets lost, and now they have stickers that you really should just leave on the mixer all the time. It's something that's in the owner's manual. You really can't go above the second speed for the dough oh. hook or you will destroy the motor. So okay. it, they should just lock it off that when you, they should be savvy enough that when you put the dough hook on there, it won't allow you to go faster. But instead I've just, you know, smoke comes out and pizza didn't work. I think I don't ever shop on black Friday, but I think this feels like a black Friday item. Don't you think? I yeah. don't know. I, I know the one that I bought yeah. is still, still going and it's been at least 15 years. It's 15 years old. So you're saying it's worth the investment, but don't yeah. get yourself a dog for twenty four grand. No. You'll get more out of the mixer than you will out of the dog. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I wasn't so full of, of anger and hate those hate cookies, 
I would do it again, but I, you know, the butter gets stuck in the little whippy things and I'm poking it with a knife. It, it was a hot mess. And then it stuck to me everywhere. And I was under my nails and it was, it was just everywhere. So I was pulling it out to, cause it says, you know, gently take two spoons and I'm a use your hands kind of girl. So I'm putting these balls of dough. Oh my God. They're, they are so good. Dear listener, just so you know, I think it's an Ina Gartner. Gardner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's her recipe for, ch- but I doctored it with my walnuts and chocolate chips that you got from the special chocolate that you shave. I took out the the little what looks like a little machete and I chopped up. Well, it was it was a day. Um, so it, I think it started out as her recipe, but I added. I highly recommend, and I'm going to put on my list for Black Friday. I know what I'm doing. Okay. All right, right, to, right tools for the right project. So at least yeah. I'll be able to make cookies <laughs> and maybe holla if I don't go above the second holla. speed. Okay, so there's etiquette involved in everything. Can we agree? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, okay, sure. yeah, sure. I'm right, in. so you can't go to a golf tournament, I've discovered, and have a voice above this <laughs> level without getting yelled at by everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's etiquette. Etiquette for golf, etiquette for poker. what else? Poker. There's etiquette for poker on when to fold and what to say and what not to Kenny say. Kenny Rogers wrote a song about that. That was called The Gambler and it's not the same. There's a, there's a whole etiquette in how you play poker. Well, and if you Rogers. don't do it, if you – and trust me, you want to get in a fist fight, do something that's not par, you know, par etiquette then you could get into a big throwdown. But well, Kenny Rogers was a fucking sage, is a fucking sage. He's still alive, right? Yes, we're going with yes. Um, all right, so golf and poker. It turns out there's etiquette for texting as well. And it's kind of important because texting is in your everyday and golf and poker shouldn't be. I mean, aren't um, <laughs> and shouldn't be. Glad so you corrected Ab- that. And so Amy had a, an incident that she wants to share, and I have 10 rules of etiquette for texting. So I want to hear your sitch first and see what rules are broken. Well, I brought this up because I wasn't sure if it was just me, if it was a thing that others had encountered, or what really needed to be done about it. So I have about 80 billion group texts going at any given time, I have three kids. They're all involved in activities. Now you've got the school doing group text. So it's the classroom, the sports, the extracurricular, the drama, the neighborhood, a lot of group <laughs> text. The problem is the group text. I well, hate but this, that's only one piece of the text. problem. So, so discuss, and then I'll get to the next piece of the problem. Yeah, and the people don't even know how to do it in a group text. They're, when somebody says something funny, and then 48 people want to take the time to go, hee hee, cute, thumbs up, like it, uh-huh, agree. It's like, no. Stop texting! <laughs> I'm doing shit. I don't want to hear ding, ding, ding all the time. Or ding, ding, dong, or dong, dong. I got a dong dong, whatever it might be. Well, it's not even about the group text, okay? So here it is. I've got a lot of text all the time. I happen to miss a lot of text. I, I try not to get too worked up about how tro- problematic texting can be. I've got lots of families where we all, the husbands and the wives all know each other because the kids are on the same sports league, right? So it always works out where the wives always like Brian and it always works out where I have this good connection with the dads, right? So here I am having a ha ha he he kind of a funny thing going on with somebody else's husband. And, and then my husband and his wife have this thing where they're like, we know exactly where to go and we're going to fill the cooler this way. And those guys are crazy. That's just the way it works out. That's it's, we're like tech swingers. So we have the tech swing going on. Right. And we know this, that's the way it is. I'm already uncomfortable, but go ahead. This is, trust me. It's the way the, it's the way of the modern world. It's how it works. Okay. It's two so. type A's. The two type A's in those couples found <laughs> each other and said, I'll pack the car. You bring the cooler. I'll do this. And there are the facts. And the two ass clowns who are joking around <laughs> well, are Amy and this husband. <laughs> I will warn you, though, most wives don't like it when you joke with their husbands. So. Yeah, exactly. No. Wah, wah. No. Yeah, it never works out well for me. So in any event, this is this is going on, blah, blah, blah. So I make a point. It's inappropriate, but go ahead. Well, I make a point to write a text to both parties. 
and say, oh, I saw this thing. It was just a little nice thing. And I thought of you both. And I wanted to let you know, I saw a newscaster on TV and it reminded me of your son. It's what he's going to look like when he's all grown up. Isn't that cute? And I sent it. And then I made a little joke because I knew it was not the news show that they'd be watching. So I'm like, you know, just ignore, ignore the network. But instead, doesn't that look like what he could be like? Crickets. Crickets, silence, silence, silence. I can see the flaw in your plan already. You No, it's to both of them. No, no. Forget about that. It's about their child. No, this is what no, you're... This, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Okay, then, and here's the proof that it was a ghost, right? Because a day and a half, two days later, I write something like... Um, Hey, I'm going, we're going to the market. I see you've signed up for Gatorade. Just let me know if I should pick some up. Oh, thanks. We've got the Gatorade or you should get it. Instantly back within a millisecond, whenever it's something that needs addressing. There was another time when I got ghosted by this same group when it was, Hey, we're all going to the XYZ place. Wanted to make sure you knew and that you, you know, if you want to come, let me know. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Who does that? Who doesn't just say got it or thank you or nope or ha ha. That's cute. What could be offensive? What? Why would you just go into the nowhere land? It was so weird. It was a nice. It, what's wrong with saying, you know, I thought of you. You think it's because there was something insulting about somebody. Your kid's going to look like this when he grows up. It was a handsome person who's employed to speak to millions on television. I don't think that's okay. A, All right. So you asked the question and I'm, I'm the king of bad advice. Oh, so basically what happened is you're you're actually what's going on here is that this text is for being able to get a hold of parents and it's more functionality. No, side text. This is a side text. This just was just to person couple. to person. Yeah. Just we're just I know, but the, did normally yeah. you know these people because of sports and stuff like that. Is this correct? I these are friends. These are people who have been to my house for many a party. Our kids spend the night at each other's houses. These are that's that's kind of close. I'm getting the feeling that you're overstepping your boundaries and getting too personal with these people. That's the the and and that by them ghosting you, they're letting you know without letting you know. Uh, you, you know what? Enough. Do you think that's a Southern thing? Because I don't think, I mean, if somebody said this is what your kid looked like and it was howdy doody, I'd be like, fuck you, dick. But at least I would answer and I would say. You'd say, fuck you, dick. Right. Um, but you know what? I have, I have been guilty of. You're a big ghoster. I have been guilty of that. And I'll tell you how it happens with me. And it's not the same as your situation. My ghosting occurs when I don't want to disappoint people. Oh. When I can't do something and I don't want to disappoint, I will try to work it out in my schedule and then not get back to them and too much time has passed and now I can't answer. And like, it's it just, it snowballs like John falling down the hill in the snow. Um, it just skis coming out of his head, gets bigger and bigger. So I, I kind of see a hint of the ghosting, but there's no reason why they wouldn't have answered they were you weren't asking anything of them yeah it was very very strange it was and it's just always a comment. that way it was yeah. I need you to pick up my kid after school and or- I get and this is a this is the dad who will send like wacky haha off-color humor texts to all of us and then be so bad about it and then say, you know, that was, pr- that was probably over the line. I shouldn't have sent it. Disregard. So hey, he's already out there. Hey, so, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think if you sent it just to the husband, he would have answered you? Yes, I do. Yeah, I think. And with a joke. I think maybe that's the flaw in this. You have a different relationship with him and she doesn't like you. <laughs> I think that's- yeah, and she doesn't. The other thing about it is, I already know that, but the other thing about it is, She doesn't mind that I know she doesn't like me, which is really surprising. Normally, people go out of their way to try and pretend or cover it up. Nope. Well, she's not from the South, but at the same time, she's, I don't, it's not a topic of conversation. Where's she from? I I think St. Louis originally. Okay. Well, this is still Midwest. I mean, East Coast, you know, bitch will cut you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm fairly direct. So, yeah, and if I, there's an issue, let's resolve it. But there's, it's not even like that. So I don't know. There's nothing I, you can say or do. It's her. It's not him. He would be happy to say, oh, yeah, he should be so lucky to look like that. Or he would have commented and he would he have. usually does. Right. Yeah. The, this is what happens. They're sitting there on the couch and the text comes through and she looks at it and then she looks at him and goes, hmm. And then he knows, <laughs> don't answer. 
He can't. He does, he does. He makes a big joke about she's in charge. And even he and his sure. son have this running joke about um, who's going to get it from her. Like, they're hilarious about it. It's it's an open joke. I give yeah. it two years. No, no, no. It's not like that. They're lovingly and charming. She just doesn't like me. I don't know. How could that be? I don't even understand that. Well, she's met me. What was your texting etiquette? There must be right. some text etiquette that you can help us with. Okay. Texting Clearly, etiquette. I don't know it. I think there are 10 <laughs> rules. Number okay. one, the golden rule. Do not fucking make a phone call if somebody sends you a text. Do not call in response to a text message. It is someone wants to talk to you on the phone. They'll call you. If they texted you, text a reply. So I call bullshit on that because sometimes someone will send you a text and you can't reply by text because it's something that needs to be addressed immediately and it would take too long to text. So I'm calling. Or it's corkscrew cockamamie crazy and there's no way to unravel that stupid shit. It's a form of communication and if the communication is failing, you got to get it straightened out. Right, you gotta, you gotta have a conversation. Stuart always says, why are you texting? Just make a phone call. And I said, nobody wants to talk on the phone anymore. Ever, ever, That's ever, right. ever. Right. That's right. The rule of response, always respond unless you don't want to be friends with that person anymore. Yes, we are all busy people. And I know that sometimes it's hard to respond when you know it will probably end up in a full text conversation, but you should always respond. That is, of course, if you want to stay friends with that person. If not, feel free to ignore them. Okay, so when does it be, like, in other words, someone decides to send you a text, all right, and let's say it's at 9 o'clock during the day. They have no idea what you're doing or what part of the day you're in or, you know, if you have a lot of things going on at that time and you can't, you know, you're concentrating on that, you don't have time to have a text conversation with somebody, Rule number three, the two-day rule. If it takes you two days to get back... Am I answering your question? I don't know. Why don't you finish your sentence? Um, If if it takes you two days to get back to me, technically, I have two days to get back to you. There's no room to get upset for someone who's not responding to you in a timely fashion when you don't respond quickly. Did that answer how long you have to answer? Okay, so I have two days because I... Unless it's a ticking time bomb. Matter of fact... uh, I got yelled at the other day because someone said something to me, sent something to me, and it, I th- it was a statement. It wasn't a question. It was a statement of something that they did, and I said, like, okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, oh, how about that? And I didn't respond because there was nothing to respond to. What am I supposed to – maybe I should just put a period and send it like, yeah, I received it. Is that what they want? And then like five days later, they said, are you ever going to text me back? And I said, for what? And they said, well, I sent you a text. I go – it didn't require a response. You made a statement about something you did. Was the statement, the check is in the mail, period? Or was it like Amy's where she said, I think this is what your kid would look like? Because Here's something cute because you, you entered my, my day and you're on my mind because right. we're friends with each other. So I'm reaching out. Somebody could, there's a little thing that says, ha ha, or an exclamation point, or thumbs up, or a middle finger. Like all of these things take a millisecond. So if the very next text that you want to send me is, let's talk about the dolly for the boat and the, get, you know, it's like, you've got the time to write some shit out, acknowledge it. Like it's, why would it, why would you not acknowledge it? That to me is weird. So what it was about was a, new, a TV show had started its second season. It was on that night. And is it the Masked Singer? No, it was the uh, Mayans. It was, uh, it's that spinoff yep. of the Sons yep, yep. of Anarchy. So they said, hey, the Mayans are on tonight. Does that require a response? I'm DVRing it. Cool. Yeah, kind of because it's personal and it's thumbs not, up. Yeah, I'll check it out. Or yeah. if you get to it two days later. So, so if I just send an emoji it. with a smile, that's enough. That's yes. perfect. Okay, yes. fine. Because I, I think my problems, I don't emoji enough. <laughs> I think that's I think that's everybody's problem. If you're not a 13, 14, 15 year old girl, and there's already too too many emojis. There are way too. They could cut out. Half the emojis. They're unnecessary. No one uses them. As long as we keep all the hand gestures, I'm in for that too. I don't really care. I mean, there's ones where it's like there's two girls and a guy and they're standing on top of each other. I don't, what, I don't even know what that is. I don't know, but it sounds hilarious. <laughs> I think I'm going to go find it and use it tomorrow. Right. And then they used to have the gun. I used to love the gun one, but they took that away. And now you get a water pistol. For, for Christ's sake. Know. Number four, the two quick rule. If it takes me two days to respond to you, don't respond immediately. This rule is particularly pertinent in dating situations. 
Number five, the two text rule. And this one I, I think has merit. If you text someone two times and they don't respond, they don't want to talk to you. Stop texting them immediately. Yep. I agree with that. The don't leave me hanging rule. Don't text first if you're not willing to continue the conversation, i.e. you text, hey, how are you? And they write, I'm well, yourself, and you, nothing. If you can't even finish the conversation you started, don't fucking text. Number seven, rule of dismissal. Don't ignore a call and then text a person. Oh, no, no, I do that. I do that all the time. Yeah. like I'm in a meeting. I can't answer the phone, but I'll send you a text I'm recording right now. I can't pick up the phone. I do that all the time. Yeah, sorry, I can't. I can't sign on. Or to that I one. love this one. You're driving, and they start texting, 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 and then by the time you get somewhere where you can stop and answer them, they're mad at you because you didn't re- reply. And Jessica I'm like, did that to me. I'm driving. Yeah, Jessica did that to me. I, wa- I went out with dogs. A lot of these have different rules of the road for work, for dating, for personal life, for social circle yeah. tight, social circle pretty wide for kids, for parents, for teachers. Every single one of those scenarios puts a new spin on this list because everything that you're saying, I'm like, yeah, but... Right. And I could also, yeah. Yeah, in a different situation, different rules could apply. Here, the disproportionate letters, this one applies to messages received from a woman. Never respond to a three-page text with K. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way I respond to a three-page text. It says at least yeah. give her a full okay. <laughs> I got to start oh using K now. <laughs> Here, if you're a guy and you get a three-page text from another guy, it's completely acceptable to delete them from both Facebook and your life. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Absolutely. That's not true. The ironic rule, don't text in all caps. It seems like you are angry. It does. And it's like you're yelling. Done in all caps. It is. Right. And That's then, the only way I text my kids, but yeah. And I, it's the only, I just can't with you. <laughs> I am not my mother. I am not my mother. <laughs> the LOL rule. Don't use LOL more than you have to. And by more than you have to, we mean don't use it at all. Right. This is especially appropriate in situations like traffic is horrible, LOL. No, that's not a situation where you use that. <laughs> There's Obviously, a, you're not laughing out loud at the traffic. All right. Yeah. There's a comedian. It says, we used to have an abbreviation for laughing. It was called ha-ha. It meant ha-ha. Not ooh. Ooh. It looks like, sounds like <laughs> hey. you got something, something stuck in your throat. Ooh. It's so funny you said that because the bonus is the ha scale. One ha. This is basically an acknowledgement that you're attempting a joke. Nothing more, nothing less. Example, ha, you're funny. Translation, no, you're not. You're not funny, yeah. The two ha's rule, nice work. Even if you're talking to the person in real life, they have to let out a hearty chuckle. Example, ha ha, that's hilarious. Translation, it's not hilarious, but you're getting closer. Uh Uh-oh, there's a three ha rule. You're actually really funny in person. That would have elicited a full-on laugh. That is, of course, if you would have been able to just be as witty without having the time to think of a response like you do when you're texting. Ha, ha, ha. I'm dying. Translation. Again, they're not dying, but they probably laughed out loud. Finally, an LOL is appropriate. So I heard this, and they have a public service announcement. I think it's out on the West Coast where you can. they are telling people not to text 911. You have to call 911. Wait, people text 911? Yes, they would try to text 911 instead of call. Yes. And they had to tell people to stop doing that because they don't have the capacity to take texts on 911. So, yeah. Is that a generational thing? Because that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. I think that the whole texting, not talking thing is generational. In other words, the younger you get, the more you don't want to talk on the phone. Correct. Like my one daughter does not, she'll text me, but she will not talk to me on the phone. And then I call her and I make her talk to me on the phone because I believe in human communication, verbal communication through. With your children, I do. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, There are some people that I would rather talk to uh, via phone and there are some people that I only text. Yeah, It's a whole thing. And you get to know this by just knowing the person. Like my uh, co-host on the Hate to Wait show, Emily. You know, we text and and talk. You know, 
on the show, or we can do, you know, we might jump into a video chat reel, but I'll never call her on the phone. I only text her. I don't know why, but it's just because you could see her on Instagram and have feel like you've had a full conversation with her. She's all over Instagram. Well, I know, but I'm just saying is that she's not a talker; she's a texter. Okay. So unless we're on the show until a camera's on, and boy, she or a, a mic or an open mic, an open mic, and she's fucking delightful. Yes. Um, can I tell you, Amy had an experience that I need to hear about. And it involves testicles. Oh, right. I need to hear she's about this ta- myself. She's been taking really <laughs> good care of herself. She's been working out. She's been eating right and drinking right. And when I say, when I discuss Amy and drinking, it usually involves alcohol. And it doesn't. She's been doing the kale smoothies. Remember the other day she said she ate four almonds and made me <laughs> sad, so sad. Get to the balls part of this. <laughs> Go ahead, Ames. Well... So I've been doing all this holistic wellness, proactive nonsense, right? And one of the people that I went to see was trying to help me with my joints and bones and all the rest of it. And she was trying to do a manipulation, physical therapist, and she's noticed some things were out of whack. And she said, starts launched into this really, really long description about all these different treatment modalities we could do. Did she have testicles? she finally says to me, so I'm just, I'm just trying to prepare you for all the different avenues we could go down. And I, I said, look, Lorraine, I'm, I'm not scared of anything. Just if you're going to do something, just do it. You're trying to, she's like, okay. You don't and she have takes to hold out my hand. And yeah. Tell she me takes out a hollow tip needle. And I thought, well, Lorraine, maybe I want to take that back. Bam! Goes into my hip with the needle. It is so giant. I can't even describe it to you. So she starts doing acupuncture right then. Pulls the pants down, turn on your side. Here come the needles. Boom, boom, pop, 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 pop. And they, they hurt. You can imagine what a needle feels like going into your body. It feels like that. Well, imagine if it's a bigger needle and it stays in there. And what she wants to do is wiggle it because the idea is to get the giant needle in between the joints to cause micro abrasions to get them to flood with new healthy cells and all this other mumbo jumbo. Okay. So she's doing this stuff and she's trying to talk to me, trying to talk to me, trying to talk to me. And she goes, well, this area is okay. You're doing really well. You're doing really well. And it hurts like hell. And there's shit sticking out of my back like a fucking porcupine. And I'm just talking. I can do it. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. And she goes, okay, so this one, I'm not going to lie. This one's probably going to be a little problematic. I can't even get the bones separated enough to get the needle in there. So let's see. So she's pressing and pressing and pressing, trying to get a little bit of separation. And then bazinga. She put this thing in and I swear to the Lord above, I now know exactly what it feels like to have your nuts be drop kicked from right between your legs. It Did was the strangest. Up? It was, I, I just couldn't talk. I couldn't breathe. I was already laying down. I had to lean over. The tears just flowed and flowed and flowed and I'm panting and she's going, just breathe through it. Just breathe through it because check it out. Here's what was so strange about it. All the lights went on. Every single nerve ending in my entire body fired simultaneously and didn't didn't stop for both. This feels great. And this feels like the worst pain you've ever experienced. So it, it was the strangest. Everything got flooded. Like you just would have no idea. And I just lay there weeping and weeping and weeping till she pulled the thing out. And half of it, the hurt half made me think, Oh, that's what those nuts do when people grab them, right? Was See, that the goal feeling that, that did she accomplish the goal that she was trying to accomplish? First of all, I'm offended by this whole conversation. Well, get used to it, Bearcade. This- she also gave me portable needles to put in my back that I have to carry around portable needles to jam in my own back. How dare you appropriate a testicle? Appropriate a testicle? Testicles are great, Johnny. I don't think you know what it's like to have you know, be kicked in the nuts. Right. She's just guessing. You're That's right. John. She doesn't know. She's just guessing. Right. Well, You're you don't right. know me that well. I'm telling you this 50% pain. I absolutely now know what it is to be kicked in the nuts. I guarantee How you. How did you not punch this lady in the face? Yeah. I just, I didn't have the strength. I just lay there weeping. I, I can, I can take a lot of pain. I just lay there and I couldn't move and I couldn't do anything. But I would have called her the C word and I would have yelled at her and I'd say, get that out of my Even back. Even if she's trying to make you feel better. I mean, when I go get How that. How does that make me feel better when I, when I lock up in pain? 
It's a long walk. I was diagnosed with onomatopoeia and a dangling participle and a thousand other 15 things that all connect and twist around and go behind. I don't know where so you go is, to the doctor. This was a necessary thing, and it, and it actually it helped what it was supposed to help, but it was really awful. And I've got to go back there in a week and probably get it again. Oh, there'd be no way. I gotta go again. So, There's, but why would for you the do greater that? good, women go through labor. They get a baby. I sit through baby Botox, and I threaten the plastic surgeon if he's going to put another fucking needle in my face, I'm going <laughs> to lunge and kill him. Um, I am not my mother. She would never do that. Um, it, it couldn't be more true. I don't mind that trap. I am not my mother. So yeah, we we go through a lot of pain for healing, for beauty, for lots of things. You can't avoid pain. I. I guess it doesn't hurt, but I donate blood every 60 days because it's the right thing to do. It doesn't feel great when you have somebody new trying to find a vein in your arm. No, it does not. I, I, don't, I don't enjoy that, but it's it's for a good reason. And for Amy, who has these diagnoses with which she is now dealing, and somebody saying, this is going to hurt, but it will bring relief. Its goal is to bring relief. For somebody saying, I'm shooting up your face so you don't look as old as you are. And somebody like people who are doing things for pain for for further healing or joy or or a face you could knock on, whatever. Um, you make sacrifices or you take the pain for the pleasure. You give birth to a baby again, as <laughs> Amy, three times. Because, yeah, there's horrible pain. But guess what? You got kids out of it. Yes, the, that's years off different. I just can't see someone pounding a pin into my back where I, you know, I ha- it's that like, in other words, I can handle pain on a scale of like a six. But if it's over a six, I'm sorry. I'm glad I you disag- said that. I think it's higher. Go, Melissa. I think people think their pain tolerance. Is, I think everybody thinks they're really good with pain tolerance. The fact that you capped out at a six, I think, was really honest and almost brave to say as a man, because every man I know says, no, 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 I have a really high pain threshold. And they don't. <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> yeah, they super don't. So I used to go and get injections into my knees. And okay, they would take right. a, cortisone, a knee, maybe? cortisone. And they would, yeah, the girl maybe would we take it. Many times. And she yeah. would sit there and she would push around and she'd go, okay. And then I would just sit there and I would just, I'd breathe in. And when she started to push that needle and I would just breathe out yeah. and it would hurt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It would hurt. And oh, I would it, it hold burns. on yeah. to the, I mean, it didn't hurt as much when I, you know, it didn't hurt as much as when I sprayed my nuts with Lysol, but I mean, it hurt. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a story from the past. So, we heard it, love. For jock itch. Dear listener, remember for jock itch, he took the Lysol can. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Way. That was a that was a ten. You know, the knee, the Shit. needle in the knee was like a six. It's just about you know, it's just about something okay. I could handle. All right. Well, if cortisone, just to put it in perspective, because I've maxed out on cortisone in most of my joints. All right. If cortisone is a six, I would call this needle in the hip a fourteen. Yeah, that, I would never go back again. It was a lot. Do you feel better now? Like, do you see progress? Do you see a difference? Well, I don't want to get punched by John, but the reality is it's actually, it's a, it's worse on the way to better. I was, everything was, it was locked and I'm not, we're not going to get into all of this business, but it's, it's, things are at risk of becoming fused because they're so jacked up. So this is in an effort to break them apart get them back in the right alignment and have them start moving the way they're supposed to be moving. So in that process, now it hurts a whole lot more because at least when it was fused, I couldn't really live my life, but you know, the shit was locked together. Again, if you went to a real doctor, a real doctor that could might have bullshit. If you went to a real doctor that could actually give you like some anesthesia or a local where it doesn't hurt as much when you went to do this, you know, and you had that done and then went in the, you know, and then after the, numbness wore off maybe it hurt for a while okay i can understand that but when you're going to this alternative medicine and they're going to jam something and when i whenever a doctor says the word jam all right <laughs> and he's not talking about toast right <laughs> get out you know and she's she's a she's a legitimate doctor and i guess it is interesting that she didn't does mention she have an md after her name yes 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 and, or and she's just like an yes, accurate this, you know like a chiropractor nope. 
know. No, she's not actually. She's not actually. So this is, and the hard part for me is that the particular combination of conditions that we now know that I have is what she studied. So I'm like a, her, you know, she gets giddy because I'm I'm a walking case study of all the things that she was studying in college. So I, I guess you're right about the thing. Um, Did she go to the University of Grenada? <laughs> what if she did <laughs> that's not a medical school it's 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 just, you know what she might as well be on the back of a matchbook do you know She's where wait incredible. john wait do you know where your physicians went to medical school no so the grenada could refer to docs of yours look i'm sorry but that that whole acupuncture adjustment chiropractor stuff. I mean, I've tried it. You know, chiropractors are like therapists. You never stop. You never stop treatment. It goes on and forever. She's, and, and she's ever, not, and, ever. and she's not that for sure. This was, this was using the, it's called a dry needling technique, which she was using in combination with other things. But you're right about you. The, the fair point I'm going to, I'm going to call. Absolutely. I should have thought about maybe there's some way to do some pain relief. Didn't even come up. Um, and I it probably didn't, help matters that I said, I'm not afraid of anything. I could take it. You know, <laughs> do you bring your needle? Bring it, thing. bitch. Yeah. So, um, so who, who knows, but you know, they're all, they're all very sensitive well, and loving. Good luck with that. Cause <laughs> so what about this listener feedback? Cause we're getting short on time. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, so we got a couple of letters from one particular, well, a couple of different listeners and John, you're not going to believe this, but they all have to do with, you and your Chinese food order. Uh-oh. Yeah, apparently people don't understand what Chinese pizza is. Because there's Even, no such thing as Chinese pizza. Sure there is. There's, Even the Chinese I don't know. In don't South understand. Jersey, every every place around here has Chinese pizza. Or Describe they, the they call it scallion pie. Pan- scallion pancake? Yeah, a scallion pancake, but they call it Chinese pizza here. It comes with the same dipping sauce that you would dip a, a dumpling in. I don't know why they call it Chinese pizza. What do you think? I made that up? It was on the menu. Yes. Yes. yes we all yes. think you made, we made it up. I'm going to have to take and get some, go to some online menus and, and show you Chinese pizza. Yeah. So it started with the beef and broccoli and white sauce that made everybody phlegm up and get really <laughs> ah, disgusted. You know, that's my, my wife, my ex-wife used to get that. I'm like, why white sauce? I don't like the brown. Whatever. Get the white sauce. Just shut up. Stop talking. Uh, yeah. So... Now, I mean, that's not my order, but I do like a good Chinese pizza. I can't believe nobody heard about that. Here, it says, I am a Jew and have been eating Chinese food for 50 years religiously. Never heard of a Chinese pizza. Um, Imagine the Chinese family making up this dish in a Chinese accent for John. What can we create to sell to this guy who doesn't have a clue about Chinese food? Oh, you want Chinese pizza? Here. Amy, please read this. Hang on a second. If I can see this. Yes, what I is see it. number yeah. 15? 12. It's a 12 is Chinese oh, number, pizza. Number All right. What am I lying? Chinese pizza. Chinese pizza right there. I, th- I think you just typed that up. It's my it's the it's the Golden Palace in Woodbury, New Jersey. It's where I get all my Chinese food. It says Chinese pizza. This one says, Jamingo, what the fuck is white sauce? <laughs> his Chinese food order is disgusting. I do feel his translation was incorrect on a serious note hearing a foreign language spoken and thinking it's funny is a sign of ignorance joking about this is low-hanging fruit oh uh, well you're guess da- what you know what else is low-hanging wait let me finish testicles. let me finish the sentence Go let ahead. me finish the sentence joking about this is low-hanging fruit unless you're dave Chappelle. you should try harder you oh you know what go i go back with the go fuck yourself I'm not apologizing for making a joke. And again, I, when, when you do an accent, it does not mean you're racist. Stop it with your nonsense, everybody. We were doing accents long, long ago. All of a sudden, somebody decided that accents are racist. And then and everybody jumped on board. Stop it. Do you it. think there's a difference, John, between having an accent? I have an accent. How many times people th- break my balls about my accent? And talk to me in my accent. Sentence, a full sentence. Oh, please. When you did your woke school last week, woke it was your school. accent that made us all want to punch you in the face. See? Um, <laughs> do you think, my question is this. Do you think there's a difference between having an accent and using an accent to be racist? You can't use an accent to be racist. You can't, it's impossible to use an accent to be racist. 
that in other is words, ridiculous. That's what you're doing is you're doing, like an imitation. you're doing scale. an imitation of somebody. It's not racist. Racist is taking and being hateful or or saying that your race is better than somebody else's race. It's not the, that's not the case. And again, Dave Chappelle can get away with it because he is of a, a certain Dave minority. Chappelle. Or Dave Chappelle, what did I say? Because he's Dave Chappelle. That's no, what because he's of a certain race. Because if a, if a white comedian did that, as like the guy from Saturday Night Live, I can't think of his name, then all Gillis, of a sudden, yes, yeah, Sean Gillis or McGillis or whatever his name is. The one who lost his gig. Yeah, the one who lost his gig. Right. Well, he lost his gig because he was he was making fun of. He was a making fun race. of a. I, again, I didn't listen to the bit, so I can't tell you what he was making fun of. So I can't I can't address it because I didn't listen to it. Well, but the reality is making fun of is different than just using an accent. If That's, I was going to things. listen, if I was watching, um, I don't know, if I was watching a karate kid, karate kid, and then all of a sudden I was do, uh, and I did uh, Mr. Miyagi saying something. Rexon. Yeah. Rexon. Wax on. Wax off. Is that racist? No. Okay. It's the same accent. No. When you say she turned around and went. That's what That's she did. very different. That's what she because did. Because you don't speak her language doesn't mean she was screaming like I'd a fucking I, banshee. That's what it she was like you speaking me. in another language. I'm just, just describing what happened. Now, if you can't get over your woke scoldness enough to understand that I was imitating a situation, then you don't. You con- are you conjugating the only way that you would have this, You don't have a funny bone in your body, and that's okay. Some people just don't get humor. I agree. Some people just don't get humor. Exactly. Or some people find things that are offensive, humorous, which is a sign of, are you sitting, racism. That's not true because I don't have hate. Of course it's true. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to talk my personal experience. I don't have hate in my heart for any race or nationality or anything like that. I do not have any hate in there. I believe that, but and when, that's true. If somebody I, makes an, an, an imitates somebody, I will find that funny. Does it make me racist? It says that when they make it, make a statement like that, I find it funny. You don't find it funny. I don't go over there and start yelling at you because you don't find it funny. John, so don't yell at me at because I find nobody's, it funny. Not I'm not victim. saying you, you. Nobody's yelling at you. Well, you just um, you're do you find that, it funny when people walk on the street and trip and fall? I can't even say it. Was say so it. Look at you. The worst person. That's in the worse. That's not funny. That do you find you it funny? Is worse. Uh, it depends. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you it depends. Yes. You should just say yes I, because we all know that there's. We got two out of three would say yes. It's almost I gasp, worse. That I to, gasp first. I wait to see if they're okay, and then I lose my shit. Of course, I do. This is what you do because everybody does this. What they do as soon as they somewhat see somebody fall, you put your hands over your mouth. So no one's seeing you trying to laugh, and you're trying to suppress that laughter. I right. gasp first in horror, and then I laugh my ass off. As right. long as they're not like in need of an ambulance, I laugh my ass off. Okay. Now, so, and then sometimes I laugh at stupidity. I laugh at people doing stupid things, even if they get hurt. You Case should come point. to my house. Jackass, you know that? Oh, yeah. And, and ridiculousness. Yes, yes, Although yes, yes, there yes. are shows about it. There are people who absolutely love that shit. So today I saw a video, and it was uh, they were in Oregon. If that's did I pronounce that right, whatever. And there were Antifa. <laughs> Antifa were across the street, and there was a demonstration. Mm-hmm. And the guy sitting there with a bullhorn, and he's saying something they dis- didn't disagree with, and they're shouting at him. And the guy with the bullhorn says, "Hey, if you don't like it, I'm right here. You can come talk to me." So one of the Antifa goes sc- running across a four-lane highway. He got the lane three, and it was like a game of Frogger. He got hit by a truck. Er, boom. Guy went flying. Four oh or five God. rolls. I'm telling you what. I, I watched it seven times. It was the funniest thing I ever Did saw. Did he die? Is he okay? I'm sure he was hurt because that guy plowed right into him. I'll send you the video. I don't need to see that video. But I, is, I, but to me, the guy was his hate was so strong. He ran out into a four lane highway without looking, and got hit by a car. And that I like me the up. walking while texting. I like the walking and falling off of curbs because you're texting. Or that walking, I find like I, the lady that walks and fell right into the uh, mall fountain. Like she's walking. Oh, and, while te- while on her phone. Right? Yeah, it went right into the fountain. No, no, no. 
that yeah. stuff I think is hilarious. I do want to make sure you didn't knock out all your teeth before I laugh at you. It is a full but you gasp. Never, you don't know that. You don't know that when it happens. Like when someone's walking and they're looking at their phone and they walk right into a sign and blah, 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 the sign you know makes that wobbling noise when they hit it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny. Usually. Now, did they hurt themselves? I don't know. But you don't really know because usually the video stops at that point. Um, Stuart worked out this video that he did yesterday. And then after that, we took the dogs to the park and we ran around the park with the dogs. And then he came home and he said, because it was 90 degrees, it was, it was gorgeous here. And he said, I'm going to take my bike down off the garage wall. And I'm like, three workouts in one day, asshole. That's what you're doing. Three fucking workouts. And I'm like, yeah. yo, I just did the park and that was all I could handle. And then I was like, yo, you're on your own. I came inside. He comes in not a full 90 seconds later, like blood running down his arm because he clipped himself. <laughs> He clipped himself in the lip as he was taking the bike down, and it's really oh. deep, like a really deep, like, uh, let's need go a find stitch? a stitch. He, he, uh, he glued he it. Know. He glued it. Oh, so again with the glue, he, again yeah. with the glue. So we'll see. And it's a, it's big. Like, we'll see how that shit clears up in the next week or so if I'm now married to this. Well, the thing about it lip. is something on your face, especially around your lip area. Why would you glue something like that? Wouldn't you go to someone that would be able to sew it up where there's not going to be a mark or a scar? It's too late now. So uh, let's mm. see how that works itself out. See, he'll, he'll look charity case I married. Look at that. Look at that. There's guy a lesson the in there. You know, there's a lesson. I'm in not going to say who it and is. The lesson is don't but ride your bike. I know a doctor who wanted to go get a who wanted to have a vasectomy. It was seriously considered try- of doing it himself. Well, for God's sake, come on. What, and then Dr. Would, House on TV? I, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm oh serious. I'm serious. I talked to him. And he thought to himself, he, he thought better of it because he says, I know I can do the one side because I'm right-handed, but I don't know if I could do the other side left-handed. But I mean, Let's try. I, can we videotape it too? Because John wants to see you fuck that up. Is everybody else that bad at clipping the nuts? I got to tell you, I can't believe that it would be that bad. I mean, I haven't had it done, but I know a lot of people that have had it done. And they're like, yeah, you know what? You get it done. You come home. You sit on a bag of frozen peas for the weekend. And, you know, you don't lift things for like a week or so. And the next thing you know, you're right as rain. Then you got to drain that vein. Make sure there's nothing left Hello. left over. Yeah, you, do have, to go, thank yeah, you do have to go back and make sure there's no swimmers after a while. Right. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening. We are grateful for your ears and your subscription, and we hope that you pass the word along. We did have a new segment that we wanted to get to tonight, but we will put it off until our, are you sitting, 99th episode. Yeah, it's really exciting stuff. Um, I told you earlier that you could find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Listen Brilliant. And you should, by the way. It's not that you can. You should. <laughs> also, please feel free to write to us, um, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And we would be happy. We'd be thrilled to hear from you. But we are interested. Maybe if not you have so any- much. <laughs> John, I'm sure there's love for you John too, there's love out there for you you have Honor who writes you every once in a while that's true he's, Honor gets me yeah he's also disgusted by your Chinese pizza but you know uh, no, whatever just, it is a thing it's a chi- I didn't make that up I, you know what I agree with you with the white sauce I'm, you know I'm just saying it was, we call it phlegm sauce in our house. It's good to be on the record. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's gross um, so thank you for listening we are grateful for you come back again I am not my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Unkind. You are unkind.